Welcome to the Ether. Today is Thursday, October 13th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the Comdex Weekly Spaces, Episode 3 with Stride. Let's take a listen. Hey everyone, good morning or good afternoon, good evening from wherever you guys are joining. Uh, thank you everyone who's joined so far. We'll probably wait a couple of minutes to have a few more folks join and have the Stride team join us as well today. Um, Alongside me, I have Rhythm here and Neeraj here as well from the Comdex team. Uh, so yeah, I think as soon as we have a few more folks as well as the strike team join, we'll get started. But very happy to see you guys and, and resume this weekly to the space series of ours. Um, we had a gap in between because I myself was traveling for Cosmo was to Medellin. Uh, and I was also in New York for, for um, the Masari Mainnet conference. So uh, I think now that everyone's kind of uh, you know, reeling down from Cosmoverse and, and getting back to back to building. Uh, it's a great time to resume the Twitter Space series again. And very excited for having uh, the Stride team join us today. There's a lot of, um, and this is one of the partnerships that I've been very, very excited for in recent times. So it would be great to, you know, chat with them and, and have uh, all of your questions answered as well. So we'll just wait a couple of minutes more and then begin. Hello, everyone. Uh, good morning. Good evening. Can you hear me? Awesome. I can see the slide of content behind. Hey, Dad. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me, guys? Yes, I can. Hi, is this John? Yeah, yeah. This is John Galt from Stride. Uh, nice to see you, Sid. N nice to see you as well. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Going pretty good this morning. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, we'll. I think we'll just wait, uh, you know, a few more minutes to let a few more folks jump in, and then we can get right into it. Maybe a couple of minutes more. Great, definitely. Sounds good. Uh, by the sounds, uh, by the ambient noises around you, it sounds like you're strolling around on the street. Oh no, I'm actually just uh, in like a balcony, but it's right by, uh, you know, kind of like Midtown New York. So that's that's just the the jungle noises of New York that you would expect. Oh, nice, nice, nice setting. I'm in my basement myself. Yep, yep. <laughs> Much quieter down there. Uh, well, not exactly, because my kids are up on the second floor, and if they start moving around, it's going to be a lot louder than, than even New York City. <laughs> Great. I think a um, few folks have now started joining in. So maybe, uh, you know, the way we usually do this is we, we start off by sharing some upgrades, or, uh, some updates on what's been happening with Comdex, and then get into the conversation with Stride. So uh, maybe, Dheeraj, uh, you can start off by sharing some updates of what's been going on at Comdex and, and what people can expect next. Sure, Sid. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us. Uh, so from development side, uh, uh, right now, the team is testing the upgrade for the mainnet. Uh, we are hoping to release it uh, post-21. Uh, that's the date in our mind. 
we'll be releasing uh, harbor and cesar first then uh, maybe a uh, post 14 days we'll uh, launch our komodo uh, platform uh, we also uh, test testing our all the apps initially uh, on testnet we tested with around uh, 600 transactions per block uh, we have started with around 500k uh, sorry yeah uh, 5k transactions per block and we are targeting to uh, test for around 10k a transactions per block uh, before going uh, for the mainnet release uh, we have also finalizing uh, the proposal uh, with the, all the parameters uh, for all the applications will be going with uh, to put a proposal out of it uh, because we uh, uh, there are a lot of proposals to be put before uh, we can start minting cmst or we can um, trade uh, with pools on csub so what we are planning to just shortcut this uh, release we are planning to put uh, this in the software upgrade proposal itself so that we save a lot of time and for this we'll be uh, raising a proposal to put all the parameters so that people can uh, put out their vote or uh, and if you have any suggestions we can just take it so for that we'll be first posting it on our forum and then we'll after discussion we'll uh, put out a proposal for this which saves us like uh, 10 days of the uh, total proposal time which includes like uh, listing of apps uh, listing of assets white listing those assets and then uh, creating auction parameters and all so we are planning to just go through with this software upgrade itself and uh, we are also we have also finalized the airdrop mechanism and uh, we have uh, we are just testing it out how does uh, how do we uh, airdrop our uh, i mean how do we airdrop first uh, 20% and then how we, how do we uh, drop other batches of the v harbors we where the team is testing out all the contracts right now and we are just at the final stage of uh, prepping for the mainnet launch and if things goes well uh, uh, the team sees a date of like 21st of this october to launch these dates and uh, and the thing is like we have received all the uh, audit reports also uh, we have uh, uh, we have uh, um, we have uh, is resolved all the issues and suggestions which we received from the auditors uh, i think we'll i'll be making those reports public uh, within a day or two uh, once we uh, get a final go ahead from the auditors uh, that's the uh, updates it from the development side thanks neeraj um, lot of exciting things to unpack there uh from my end personally you know i since i was um, at medellin in cosmoverse i think it was a great conference to to have attended it was my first cosmoverse as well so i had a great time finally interacting with a lot of cosmonauts in in person some of them i can see in the chat right now as well i can see delray shout out to delray from staken uh met a, met a lot of builders there and it was absolutely a very you know power, like electric kind of vibe there to to be meeting all of them uh and and one team that specifically i had a very good conversation with was the stride team where um you know we we discussed potential ways in which comdex and, and stride could work together going forward and that was uh, kind of one of the things that i was excited about even before uh, going into cosmoverse because i've been kind of following what stride has been doing for for some time and i think uh, you know a bunch of people in the ecosystem as well would be aware uh, about it so i think you know we can start off um uh, by talking a bit about stride we have john joining us from the stride team today 
Uh, hey, John, could you maybe start off by quickly, let's say, introducing yourself and then giving, you know, for those who don't know, uh, a quick uh, intro on what Stride is doing? Yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, first of all, uh, thanks for that update about um, the, the progress of Comdep, Comdex. Uh, that was very interesting to hear, uh, especially with your uh, updated um, ETA. So that was great. Uh, yeah, my name is uh, John Galt. I work for Stride. Uh, I do marketing, business development. And Stride is a new blockchain in the Cosmos ecosystem. We've got our own layer one blockchain. And uh, what our blockchain does is liquid staking. Awesome. So, uh, you know, let's, let's probably jump into it. You know, liquid staking is kind of like a hot subject that people are talking about in the Cosmos ecosystem for, for several weeks now. Uh, it's definitely something that becomes kind of important to us. There's a big part of, you know, the Atom 2.0 white paper as well that talks about uh, liquid staking. So could you, I mean, again, for, for those in the audience that probably aren't so familiar with liquid staking, could you uh, walk us through what it essentially is or, or more also to do with what the benefits to the entire kind of Cosmos ecosystem could be from adoption of liquid staking protocols like Stride? Uh, yeah, definitely. So uh, liquid staking is uh, kind of uh, definitely a new topic here in the Cosmos. So um, if somebody in this chat maybe uh, isn't fully aware of what liquid staking is, you're probably not alone. Uh, what liquid staking is, the idea is um, you give us a token, say Atom. Uh, we currently support Atom, Stars, and Juno. You give us one of those tokens. Uh, we stake it on your behalf, and then we issue you a derivative token. The derivative token is liquid, so you can move it around, you can collateralize it, you can buy it or sell it without having to unbond for 21 days and you also get the staking rewards. Uh, so that's the deal with liquid staking. Um, essentially, uh, you can have your cake and eat it too, because uh, prior to liquid staking, traditionally in the Cosmos, of course, uh, users always had, um, they had to make a decision. Do, you, do I want to stake my token and earn staking rewards, or do I want to keep my token liquid so I can trade it actively, or I can collateralize it, use it in DeFi, uh, with the first one, you get the staking rewards. With the second one, you get uh, the optionality of having your token liquid, but you can never have both. You could never have the liquid token and the staking rewards, but now you can. Uh, with liquid staking uh, by Stride, you can have your cake and eat it too. Thanks, John. And, and I think that's that's a very key uh, aspect of, of how things operate for us in the Cosmos as well. Uh, you know, it's, as it's highlighted in, in the Atom 2.0 white paper as well, uh, when it comes to kind of accessing liquidity on Cosmos assets in, in the DeFi sphere of things. Um, one has to always kind of choose between the staking yield and the DeFi yield. And when it comes to collateralization, there's over collateralization of assets, which makes it even harder for users to kind of make that decision. Uh, a lot of times, you know, you choose to stake the assets because staking, staking APYs will kind of uh, outweigh the, the DeFi yield that you could potentially earn on those assets, uh, which kind of limits the liquidity in DeFi. But staking yield kind of forms a key Sorry, uh, liquid staking forms like a key piece of the puzzle there, allowing users to you know have access to the staking yield while also participating in DeFi. So that's, I think that's definitely exciting, and and, and the work that you guys are doing on it is is something that we are all kind of uh, looking forward to see more of. Uh, one question I think that's also important to think about is, uh, you know, Cosmos ecosystem is is one of the more active ecosystems when it comes to participation of the community and governance. Uh, you know, users like to get involved in governance, like try to, you know, participate with, with specific aspects of how things should move on different chains. So key question here becomes, uh, you know, how does liquid staking work for someone who is staked through, through Stride? 
but also wants to continue participating in governance. Uh, and another question would also be, you know, users tend to have their own kind of uh, parameters or metrics that they like to use to assess which validator they'd like to, to stake with. So maybe two questions here are one, um, how how would Stride uh, kind of, uh, you know, move the, to- move the staked assets uh, across the different validators that they're delegated to? And then also, how does it help them participate in, in governance while they're at it? Uh, yeah, that's a great question. Um, uh, that's definitely one of the things you can do with traditional staking. Uh, in the Cosmos with traditional staking, uh, one, you get to choose your validator, and your validator is like a um, a government representative because your validator can vote on your behalf. Uh, but also, if you want to overrule the vote that your validator has made, you can do that as well. So traditionally, you can pick your validator or your representative, but you can also uh, assert your right to vote uh, independently of them. Uh, now with liquid staking, uh, traditionally with lots of uh, liquid staking solutions that have come before Stride, you uh, weren't quite able to do either of those things. Um, traditionally, um, uh, the, the liquid staking provider would take the token and and um, they would choose a whitelisted set of validators, normally a, quite a small set, uh, whom they would stake with. And uh, of course, you've never been able to override the vote of those validators. But Stride, Stride is looking to fix both of those problems. So first of all, uh, the way Stride, uh, uh, we call it our, our host chain validator sets. So say when you give us Atom, we're going to stake it. And we, we have a set of validators that we stake it with. And the way that we're going to be selecting that uh, set of validators on the Cosmos Hub is through uh, governance with Stride token holders. So um, we're, we're expecting the process whereby Stride selects um, this host chain validator set and all of our host chain validator sets because we're on many chains, three chains at this point. Um, this process is going to be a community process. Everybody can participate, add to the discourse, and we're also going to consult experts um, experts familiar with the chains because, uh, of course, uh, when a liquid staking provider picks the, the validators that they want to stake their token with, uh, they have to use many metrics to uh, evaluate these validators, um, such as you know uptime, commission, but also uh, somewhat more subjective uh, criteria like contributions to the ecosystem. Uh, anyway, through this whole process, uh, we're going to be... Um, you know, just having a big discussion about how to select uh, and curate host chain validator sets. But ultimately, at the end of all of it, uh, Stride token holders are going to ultimately have the final say on how to select those sets. And uh, it's just, uh, as I've been describing, it's going to be a very open, accessible, inclusive, uh, transparent process where everybody can have a say. Ultimately, the Stride token holders will um, vote. And we're hoping to have our. Um, all of our our host chain validator sets be very very large, so to include almost all of the validators um, validating the chain. So it, that's kind of one half. Uh, th- that's how we're going to be picking our validators. But then also, also we want to give our users the power to override uh, votes that those validators may make on their behalf. And uh, we're going to be calling this liquid governance. So this feature uh, isn't quite ready yet, but uh, currently, we're working on uh, conceptualizing it and designing it. Ultimately, uh, what we're going to build for our users, for Stride users, is the ability to uh, 
to vote yourself, to actively assert your right to vote. So if you have, say, 10 liquid staked atoms, then if there's a, a governance prop that goes up, uh, the, the validator that those atoms are staked with will make a vote, but we want to make it possible so that you can override that vote, so that you can um, personally uh, assert your right to the governance power of those 10 atoms or, or however much uh, token you have liquid staked with Stride. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, as you can see, um, we are giving a great deal of thought to this because uh, it affects decentralization. And uh, it, it's very, very important that um, a liquid staking provider uh, gives as much power to users as possible. Awesome. That, that's definitely very interesting, the approach you guys have taken. And I, and I personally believe it's, it's a great approach given the kind of uh, ecosystem that Cosmos is with the community uh, being, you know, very, very uh, independent in, in the way that they like to kind of do their own research and, and, you know, create their own hypotheses when it comes to choosing validators to delegate to and also participating in, uh, in, part, in the governance so that that's definitely quite interesting. And, and I think one of the things you mentioned there, which I kind of want to get into next as well, is the Stride token itself. Uh, you know, you mentioned it plays a, a key role in, in helping curate that, uh, that set of validators as well. Uh, could you talk to us a bit more about what the role of the Stride token would be in the protocol and, and you know, just generally how it kind of accrues value uh, to the token as, as it gets used more? Yeah, well, uh, governance is definitely one of the big things. Um, one reason that somebody may value the Stride token, uh, the ticker is uh, STDR, is that they want to participate in governance. So what we're doing with our token, we have a, a system where we airdrop our token to the community members of each chain that we onboard. And thereby, we are essentially giving um, power to those people uh, so that they can participate in the process whereby um, the the host chain validator set for their ecosystem is decided. Uh, so we're trying to essentially, like ultimately, if you take a look at our tokenomics, you can go to our website, stride.zone. You can look at our blog page and see our tokenomics article. Uh, we've pledged to freely distribute 50% uh, of our token supply. So through airdrops, LP incentives, um, staking rewards, uh, the community pool, we're giving away 50% of our token supply because, uh, as I mentioned earlier, uh, this token, ultimately, it's valuable because it can be used to to set host chain validator sets and to, uh, to adjust them. So as you can imagine, um, validators definitely want to you know, sort of favor themselves. And one thing you can do, by the way, with these host chain validator sets, when you're curating them, uh, you you can you can include or exclude uh, validators, but you can also adjust the weights. So you might have five validators, but you don't want to weight them equally. Maybe you want to give one validator uh, a, a little bit of a higher weight, and you can do that through the uh, through the process. So. Uh, you can imagine how the Stride token would be valuable for people who want to influence uh, which validators are assigned the the Stride that, um, or sorry, which validators are assigned the tokens that Stride holds on behalf of users. Um, uh, another thing you can do with governance is uh, you can uh, help decide uh, which uh, liquidity pools are incentivized with Stride token. So uh, another fact from our tokenomics is uh, Thirty-one percent of Stride has been earmarked for LP incentives. That's quite a lot, and those incentives are going to be going 
all throughout the cosmos. Uh, one key thing about Stride, and we could get into this more later, but one key thing about Stride is we don't have our own DeFi. We're a pure app chain. We only do one thing, liquid staking. So we have no protocols native to the Stride blockchain for incentives. All of our incentives are deployed elsewhere throughout the cosmos, including uh, Comdex, of course, Osmosis, Secret, uh, potentially other places. And anyway, the, the, um, the allocations of those incentives are ultimately in the hands of governance. So I, also you can imagine uh, if somebody wanted to uh, affect the distribution of stride incentives, they may want to hold stride so that they can uh, influence that governance decision. Uh, so, so those are some things around governance. Uh, once governance fully gets up and really gets running with stride, uh, governance is going to be quite important to the protocol. Lots of things are going to be in the hands of governance, and that ultimately drives value to the Stride token. Uh, but another thing, uh, Stride token holders are in charge of all of the fee revenue collected by the protocol. The protocol does take a 10% cut of staking rewards for the service of providing liquid staking. And the, the ultimate... Um, well, what we do with those fees is ultimately in the hands of Stride token holders. Interesting, interesting. I, I think we could um, actually unpack uh, the DeFi aspect of, of what you just spoke about as well, because I think that's that's kind of a key piece of um, liquid, how liquid staking kind of benefits the ecosystem as a whole is to be able to integrate it into DeFi ecosystem. So, uh, you know, with the products that we have lined up on the Comdex chain right now, we have Harbor Protocol, CSwap, and Komodo. Uh, could you maybe talk a bit about how you foresee collaborations between Stride and Comdex going forward um, and, and kind of how that all plays out in, in the way things are lined up for us as well? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Well, one thing I'll say to kind of set up the answer at the beginning is um, people may have noticed that over on Terra, prior to its unfortunate demise, uh, there was a lot of DeFi going on. Uh, there was before Terra collapsed. There was more DeFi activity happening just on Terra than in all the rest of the cosmos combined, and that wasn't just because of the uh, particular kind of Ponzi nomics that were going on over on Terra. Although that was a big part. Um, another big part of why DeFi was so successful on Terra, and uh, even to this day, uh, the, the combined DeFi activity of the entire cosmos. Uh, is not equal to the DeFi activity that Terra saw in its heyday. And part of the reason of that is liquid staking. Terra had lots of liquid staking going on. Um, Lido was operating on Terra. Uh, you, could, you could give them your Luna, and then you would get B-Luna, which was a liquid stake derivative of Luna. And that was one of the big keys to making DeFi really flourish on Terra. Uh, because th the problem is, Without liquid staking, it's in the cosmos with, with such high staking yields for all these tokens, it's very, very hard for DeFi to actually work. And it, it makes perfect, perfect sense if you think about it yourself. Take Atom, for instance. Atom is the, the best potential collateral asset in the cosmos because it has such a big market cap and uh, the price is generally so stable and um, the chain has such a long history and it's a minimalist chain. Atom is very, very good collateral. But the problem is, if you want to collateralize Atom, you're going to be missing out on your staking rewards. And, and that's running close to 20% per year, uh, more like 19, but let's say 20% per year. So if you were to say today, 
just use naked Atom to collateralize a stablecoin, you'd be missing out on 20% per year. That's that's the staking reward that you'd be forfeiting. So it, it, you wouldn't do that. You wouldn't uh, back a stablecoin with naked Atom unless you thought by doing so, you could earn more than 20% per year. See, that's the hurdle rate. Um, just by using Atom as collateral in any DeFi application, the hurdle rate you get is 20%. You have to clear that 20% rate or it's not worth it, or you may as well just stake it. And that is a huge inhibition to forming the, the, like to, to forming vibrant, flourishing DeFi ecosystems. Um, even Osmosis sort of uh, at times can have difficulty attracting liquidity for its liquidity pools because the APR on those liquidity pools has to exceed the hurdle rate for the assets that go into the pools. But uh, with liquid staking, with liquid staking, that's no longer a problem because you liquid stake your atom, you get all your staking rewards. So, so you don't you, you don't start kind of negative because prior when you were you know losing those staking rewards, you kind of started in the hole and you had to make twenty percent in DeFi just to get to what you would have made by liquid staking. But at this point, or or now with liquid staking, you start at zero. So you're getting all those staking rewards. You're not losing them, and you can earn additional yield in DeFi. So that's what they did on Terra. That's one of the reasons Terra was so successful. And now that's coming to the cosmos. So we're really, really excited about all of the interesting DeFi applications we see on the horizon that are going to be launching in just the next four months or so all throughout the cosmos. And one of the reasons they're launching now is that we finally have liquid staking in the cosmos. That hurdle rate for uh, collateral assets like Atom now goes down to zero. So we're going to be seeing a lot of exciting activity over the next over just the next four months and comdex is definitely going to be on the forefront of that with the whole DeFi suite uh being launched on comdex and we're super excited about that um i've been talking a lot myself um sid maybe maybe you can talk a little bit about um that suite of applications that's going to be launched on comdex and how they'll be interacting with each other for sure, for sure. And and I think you the point you raise here is definitely important and probably worth reiterating is that uh, the hurdle rate kind of plays plays a key role in how, uh, you know, DeFi adoption can be limited. Uh, I, just taking an example of, you know, Harbor Protocol itself, let's say if you, someone wants to mint uh, the stablecoin CMST using Atom as a collateral there. Uh, you know, typically they would be over collateralized as well. So for for every hundred dollars worth of CMST that you'd be minting, you'd be putting up at least you know around two hundred dollars worth of atom in, in in as collateral. And what that means is you're actually essentially foregoing um, staking yield on two hundred dollars worth of atom at that point, and and hoping to kind of uh, you know match it or make more from uh, the CMST that you minted, which which can become a challenge uh, you know across the board. So that's where I think liquid staking helps unlock that aspect of uh, participation in DeFi for, for anyone who holds you know, POS assets. So that's, I think, a key, key aspect of how DeFi would, would evolve in Comdex, in, in not just Comdex, but I think Cosmos going forward as well. Uh, speaking a bit about you know, the, the suite of assets, uh, suite of products that we have coming up on the Comdex chain, uh, Harbor Protocol is, is you know, probably the key kind of starting point where, where I like to think about how uh, liquid staking can have an immediate kind of impact for for users here. So, uh, you know, in the same example where I spoke about $200 worth of Atom being collateralized to mint $100 worth of uh, CMST, one could uh, substitute that $200 of 
atom collateral and, and put ST atom there uh, as collateral, where you're kind of earning your DeFi yield while also so earning your staking yield while also being able to participate in DeFi. Uh, in that scenario, the the hurdle rate is no longer kind of in play because users are you know also tapping into the staking yield and and still being able to participate in DeFi. So that that's definitely one huge aspect of it. Uh, of course, when you think about you know C swap and and Komodo, which kind of cumulatively forms like a decentralized uh, money markets for Cosmos, uh, there's there's more roles that that staked assets uh, can play, that ST assets can play in, in that ecosystem. Uh, one of the things I spoke about at Cosmoverse as well is um, at Cos at Comdex, our kind of long term vision or or the next kind of phase of our focus is towards creating uh, recognition of yield generating assets as collateral across the ecosystem. So, you know, staked assets definitely are uh, what you would call a yield-bearing asset because it's it's generating yields while while it's also an asset that can be deployed across the board. Um, another thing that we, we're kind of excited about is, you know, with the liquidity provision as well, uh, when you provide liquidity to C-Swap as the DEX, uh, the LP tokens that you, you obtain from providing liquidity, we're, we're kind of working on integrating those LP tokens as collateral as well. So uh, again, kind of just to think of an example, someone holds some amount of atom and some amount of ST atom. Uh, you know, they could provide liquidity in an atom ST atom pool on C swap. Uh, they'd be earning you know some amount of yield from the ST atom and also earning yield from uh, providing liquidity to to the pool there. And that LP token itself being used as collateral to participate in DeFi helps you kind of you know actively tap into the yields from LPing as well as staking while also participating in DeFi. And uh, at the base level, that's what it achieves. But, you know, if you kind of extrapolate that thought further, uh, it also helps users kind of create uh, their own leverage-based strategies inside of that. So just to kind of, you know, pick up, let's say, leverage staking as an example, uh, you start off with your Atom, which you then stake through Stride and obtain ST Atom. Uh, with the ST Atom, you can collateralize it and mint CMST. And then with the CMST, you could purchase more Atom, which you stake uh, stake through stride or you could you know directly purchase more st atom which you can again collateralize uh, and, and further mint more cmst essentially kind of creating a leveraged staking exposure on the asset that you choose and this would you know again help unlock a lot of liquidity in the ecosystem and help uh, you know users form their own strategies around it uh, similar thing with you know lping you could provide liquidity on c swap obtain the lp tokens Use the LP tokens as collateral to, you know, mint CMST, which you can then uh, sort of swap into more atom and ST atom and provide more liquidity and, and create like a leveraged LP exposure on that pool as well. So these are some of the things that uh, you know I'm excited to kind of uh, dig into and then bring bring to bring to light as well with the work that we're doing at at Comdex. Uh, and in terms of the broader DeFi landscape for Cosmos as well, I think. Uh, with with everything that's being built, you know, in Comdex and with within the ecosystem as a whole for DeFi, I still believe DeFi and Cosmos is at its very nascent stages. We're still uh, sort of laying the groundwork for for the next wave of uh, solutions that we need to build here. Uh, but but creating these uh, you know innovations of of having yield bearing assets as collateral would definitely uh, push DeFi into into the next realm of you know DeFi to DeFi 2.0, if you will. And again, to to circle back, I think. Liquid staking protocols like Stride have a has a big role to play in in helping realize that. So that's definitely something that's that's super exciting for us as well at Comdex, and and I can see it, you know, having roles to to play in Komodo as well with creating potential lending pools based on ST Atom, uh, and and others ST assets as well. 
So yeah, a lot of exciting things I think coming in the pipeline. Uh, we will we'll be working out the details of, of a lot of these as as we kind of figure out you know the mathematics behind it before it's it's uh, live. But surely something that we're excited by. Uh, but yeah, I think you know we've kind of broadly covered a lot of what Stride does and and a lot of how it, it kind of integrates into the public ecosystem as well. We can soon I think jump into questions from the community as well. I'm sure there's a few for both Stride and Comdex as well. But I think before we do that, um, John, uh, would you like to share, you know, any updates or anything interesting that the community should be looking out for uh, when it comes to Stride and what's going on at Stride? Um, yeah, first of all, I, I just like to echo what you said. Um, yeah, we really are excited about all these integrations. Um, when Comdex, uh, I, I forget if it was Comdex that approached us or we approached them a few months ago. We were talking about integrating ST Atom uh, into Harbor Protocol so you could use it to mint um, CMST. But the more we got talking and the more we learned about the, the suite of DeFi applications that are going to be launched on Comdex, the more we realized um, we don't want to just have ST Atom. We want to have our own liquidity pool because uh, uh, ST Atom obviously has its main liquidity pool over on Osmosis. But we realized with all these innovative things going on, especially using LP shares as collateral, uh, we decided we really needed another liquidity pool uh, native to Comdex to have synchronous composability for, for liquidations and whatnot. So we are going to be having that on CSwap. We're going to have a, an ST Atom liquidity pool there. Um, it's going to be dual incentivized with Stride and also Comdex. And it's we're going to allow it to grow and potentially increase incentives to the degree that it's utilized in the ecosystem. So we're really excited uh, to to be participating uh, in this ecosystem and have our products so intertwined with these various products and and to have uh, it'll be our second liquidity pool. I think um, our, our our first ST Atom liquidity pool and the biggest one is on Osmosis, which obviously it's the hub of liquidity in the cosmos. But our second one will be uh, uh, on Comdex so that we can participate and, and be really close to this um, exciting new DeFi ecosystem. And uh, with regard to, to, to what you mentioned, you, you, you gave me an opportunity to, um, to share some news. Um, I, I think the thing I'll, I'll share, uh, it, and it does relate to that uh, ST Atom liquidity pool on Osmosis I was mentioning um, today, uh, and we've already announced this. We announced it a a couple hours ago on Twitter, but I'll just reiterate it for everybody here. We are doubling the stride incentives to that pool. So we've got uh, the ST Atom Atom pool on Osmosis. The liquidity depth is uh, at this point, I think it's about seven point five million because um, Adam did take a bit of a hit this morning because of I, I guess the the in, the inflation numbers from the United States. But anyway, it's at seven point five million. Uh, I think right now the APR is around 30% and we're going to be doubling the incentives. So the APR is going to go up to closer to 60 or 65%. Um, so just a heads up, uh, if, if you have any atom that um, you may want to deploy to this pool, uh, the APR is going to be going up, uh, which of course means the liquidity is going to increase and the, the APR is probably going to converge back down to around 30%, but that may take a number of weeks. We'll see. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's that's my heads up for everybody for everybody listening here. Uh, I think we can take questions now. Awesome. That that's definitely very exciting, and I think uh, a bunch of folks listening would definitely take note of that and then start acting acting upon it immediately, including myself. <laughs> uh, so, 
Um, yeah, I think we can open the floor now to some questions. I know there's a few um, already been tweeted out to us, but you know, anyone who's listening, if you guys would like to join and, and speak as well, please request to speak. And um, I think uh, from our end, we'll, we'll let you guys take the stage and ask the questions as well. Okay, I, I've been uh, I've seen that there's a few questions that have been posted earlier on. Uh, I think in the community chat as well. So let me just have a look at some of those. Uh, first question is: Would Stride token be used as incentive on all three platforms? So I think this is something John spoke about earlier on. There would definitely be Stride incentives alongside CMDX incentives on on provision of liquidity uh, in the C swap pools. Um, in addition to that, there, there is likely to be incentives of adoption of you know uh, staked assets of Stride. Uh, although the details of that will be announced very soon since we're still working out uh, how that would play out. But I, I can confirm that there will be incentives for uh, use of uh, ST assets across the three apps on, on Comdex as well. Uh, another question I can see is how much CMST can be minted using ST Atom? This, I think, is a, is a great question. Um, we, we ha we're, I think we're in the process of publishing or we have, we might have already published, you know, some some amount of uh, literature on how the the risk metrics are assessed for each asset type. So we'd be using kind of the same uh, methods of assessing risk. Uh, what, one of the things that we're working on at the back end as well is, you know, trying to figure out a new pricing model as well for uh, ST assets and and other such, uh, you know, kind of yield bearing assets. Uh, going forward, that would play a key role in in kind of pricing such assets, even in you know the low liquidity environments, because uh, fundamentally, uh, you know, if you look at any kind of staked asset, like let's say SD Atom, it's it's essentially backed by Atom on on the chain, uh, and, and it's a matter of kind of figuring out how they must be priced relative to one another. So, yes, uh, in terms of specifics of how much CMST can be minted against um, you know SD assets, we'll we'll definitely have that published very soon, uh, as soon as we we have the kind of the numbers around it finalized as well. Uh, another question is. When uh, when are you planning to launch STCMDX, uh, John? Would you like to take this question up as well? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm very happy to answer this question. Um, I don't think we've discussed this publicly, but uh, we do plan on launching that product. Um, Stride is going to be onboarding the Comdex chain, and uh, we're going to be creating a liquid staking derivative of Comdex. Uh, and I believe um, that maybe you can confirm this with me, Sid, but I believe when we spoke, uh, we said we would do it uh, maybe in early November because you're going to be uh, enabling interchain accounts toward the end of October with that big upgrade that you were talking about at the beginning of the space. And then um, interchain accounts will be available. And then maybe we can have uh, STCMDX in early November, right? That's correct. And, and for, for, for the guys listening, you kind of heard it here first. Uh, you know, that, that's definitely in the pipeline, something we've been discussing with uh, the folks over at Stride. So, uh, yeah, that's exciting as well. And, and there'll be updates on that very soon. Uh, definitely something to look forward to. Um, okay, let me jump to the next question. What are other liquid stake assets that, after ST Atom that you guys plan to onboard is, is one of the questions. Uh, well, uh, on board into the Comdex ecosystem. Uh, is that um, what they're trying to get at? Uh, wait, yeah, I mean, it's it's not, I think it's not been, yeah, I think it might actually be a question to Comdex more than, than the other stride. Uh, so yeah, uh, SD Atom definitely is first because that's the, the pool with the highest liquidity for any staked asset right now. Uh, and that's, uh, 
that's definitely the starting point uh, because you know we'll have a lot of users coming in who have SD Atom. We'll obviously be looking to expand that, you know, as Stride's uh, set of SD assets as well grows. I think John announced earlier on that, you know, um, Stars and Juno are now live on Stride. So we'll definitely be looking to integrate the, them as well as, as soon as we kind of figure out the, the risk metrics for those assets. Uh, and and it will kind of, you know, have it um, following the progress of, of the team, at, uh, the Stride team and how they kind of progress as well to, to, um, to kind of integrate them. and. Uh, yeah, I think you know it's since the process for onboarding collateral types on on Harbor will be governance based. Uh, there'll always be room for you know users to kind of create proposals around onboarding new collateral assets. And as soon as the risk risk metrics for such assets are are finalized and decided, the, all the assets that can that users can propose can be onboarded as collateral as well. Yeah, and uh, if I can add to that, uh, in terms of collateral um, internally at Stride, we're thinking. Probably uh, liquid staking is very new, of course, in the com in the in the cosmos, and a whole bunch of DeFi apps are going to be launched, partially because they're finally enabled uh, due to liquid staking uh, over the next few months. And as things kind of develop and uh, different precedents are formed, and we get consensus on certain things, um, Stride uh, internally, the way we see it, we think mainly uh, ST Atom and ST Osmo are going to emerge as the two big collateral types um, because there are certainly many considerations you have about um, which as which assets generally become available as collateral uh, you want those assets to be from chains that are really well established chains that aren't going anywhere chains that you can count on and you want the prices uh, to be somewhat stable and we think in the cosmos mainly um, Adam from the Cosmos Hub and Osmo from Osmosis uh, meet those requirements. So we think, and we're not quite sure, but we think that as things develop, those will probably be the two main collateral assets that come out that come out of the liquid staking revolution and that power a lot of these new DeFi apps across the Cosmos, um, ST Adam and ST Osmo. But we'll see. Awesome. Uh, yeah, that that's. Another kind of bit of exciting information. I feel like a lot of the the potential integrations would would I mean they definitely excite me because I think uh, as I said earlier on and probably multiple times throughout the spaces, liquid staking will form a key piece of how DeFi evolves in Cosmos. So uh, yeah, I, I think all the updates that you guys will be pushing out will definitely excite a lot of us. Um, I can see another question, which is uh, why aren't you guys talking about C assets anymore? So I, I have spoken about C assets, you know, a couple of times in the past, uh, also in, in I think uh, some of the spaces I've been involved in earlier. So the thing with C assets, you know, we had it go live on DevNet uh, earlier this year, and we we ran it for some time where we were able to kind of observe how the liquidity behaves on the protocol as more and more users get involved. And one of the emerging kind of you know challenges or obstacles that you can say that we saw was that. Uh, with the liquidity being fragmented across various, you know, C assets on the protocol, the the low liquidity environment for each of these liquidity pools was was turning into a challenge for maintaining the the pricing of these assets. So what we did internally was, you know, um, take the take it down and kind of reevaluate the way the liquidity would be built up for these assets. So what we're currently doing now is actually looking at uh, launching it on an order book mechanism rather than on liquidity pool based mechanism. Um, especially if you know if if uh, people present in this uh, space observed what happened with um, 
with Mirror Protocol and Terra as well, you know, prior to the collapse, uh, they had a bunch of um, um, synthetic assets that were trading across different liquid liquidity pools, and liquidity was kind of thin because you know that liquidity was fragmented across so many pools, and and as a result, most of the assets there were you know kind of trading at some sort of significant discount or premium from what they should be trading at, which made them sort of unfit as synthetic assets that can do more than just be synthetic assets. Our, our vision with you know, synthetic assets on C asset is that they should still continue to serve broader functions of being, you know, utilized further in the DeFi ecosystems as well. And the way to do that is to, you know, find a sustainable pricing model for them, which is why um, the the order book mechanism comes uh, handy here, where it kind of allows that liquidity to be, you know, more efficiently concentrated. And at the same time, with the new kind of pricing mechanism that we're working out, uh, we should be able to figure, in, figure out a better way of, of pricing them as well. So there will be more updates on this uh, soon. You know, we've spoken to uh, a few of the teams inside of Cosmos that are already working on order books. You know, Osmosis has their own order book coming out uh, very soon. I think um, I'm not sure of the timelines, but they, they did mention that it should be in in a in a matter of few months. Uh, you know, there's Crescent, there's uh, Kujira, there's Injective as well. So internally, right now, we're just assessing the best way to kind of implement that and and push it out, and and it also gives us some time to reevaluate the the pricing model for C assets. But it's definitely part of the pipeline and part of the plan in terms of uh, you know the broader kind of DeFi ecosystem vision that we have. So uh, and if you kind of look at the broader kind of uh, the way DeFi functions as a whole, uh, you know, having a native stablecoin kind of plays a key role or is forms a key puzzle piece of achieving you know, any kind of flourishing DeFi ecosystem. Uh, the collapse of uh, USD definitely drained out a bunch of liquidity from the Cosmos DeFi ecosystem. And, and you know, it hasn't since been replaced uh, by a native, you know, decentralized stablecoin. So achieving, I think, launching uh, CMSD first and, and achieving a certain amount of liquidity for CMSD first will be important for any of these other DeFi applications to function smoothly as well. So that's why it kind of becomes important first to have CMST out there. In the meantime, assess the, the best way to kind of, uh, you know, build out liquidity for C assets um, on the C asset protocol and then kind of launch it out. So that, that I think, is kind of the natural order of, of releases for things um, in terms of, uh, you know, building up sufficient liquidity for those assets as well. Uh, also, a quick reminder to everyone who's listening, you know, if you guys have questions and would like to, uh, you know, have them answered, you could just request to speak or have them drop um, in, in, the ch in the tweets or in the community chat. I think we'll, we have time for maybe one or two more questions, and then we can uh, you know, uh, conclude today's Twitter space. So just, just opening up the floor to anyone who would like to join as a speaker as well to ask questions. Okay, looks like uh, looks like there aren't any. At okay, I can see Andrew DeFi has joined. Hey, hey there. Uh, Please go ahead and ask us your question. Hey, Sid. Hey, Comdex, Stride. Thank you guys for doing this space. I appreciate it. Um, my, my question is targeted specifically for the Comdex side of things. Um, super excited for the suite of products that you guys have coming up here soon. I was wondering if you could touch on a few moments how when these... Uh, when these projects or, or these, these products get released, how specifically they will benefit Comdex holders and stakers? Thank you. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question. And thanks for, for your question. Um, so uh, let me take that piece by piece. So one of the key benefits from, from Harbor Protocol itself will be that CMDX will be one of the collateral assets that users can use to mint 
um, mint CMST. Uh, you know, hopefully, as soon as we kind of uh, integrate with Stride as well, having ST, uh, STC MDX would also be a key part of how we could achieve minting CMST. So it'll definitely help, uh, you know, add more utility to the CMDX token as it adds, uh, as it, uh, you know, gets utilized as a collateral for minting CMST. Uh, aside from that, you know, uh, Komodo, which is the lending borrowing protocol, and CSwap, which is uh, the DEX, uh, will will have all fees uh, kind of accruing or all revenue accruing from those protocols into CMDX directly. So uh, the exact mechanism of how that would happen will be published very soon, but uh, at a very kind of high level, uh, you know, the, the way Komodo kind of earns revenue is that there's, there's some amount of uh, interest rate that gets charged for borrowing assets from Komodo, and there's an interest that gets paid out for lending assets to Komodo. Uh, the difference between the two is, is you know, more or less what forms the revenue for the protocol, and that revenue will will accrue to uh, you know stakers of CMDX. Uh, similarly, on CSwap as well, you know, li- liquidity providers will be able to provide liquidity in the form of CMDX tokens to multiple pools on that on CSwap, which will uh, kind of help build up you know CMDX liquidity across multiple pools there, and will be incentivized as well. So that will kind of draw. Uh, more CMDX liquidity to to CSwap and, and you know the the APRs that users can earn from providing liquidity gets paid out to the LPs and and the protocol itself uh, will will earn some sort of revenue as well. So at a high level, that's that's how CMDX holders and stakers can benefit from growing adoption in these apps. Um, you know, as Harbor kind of builds more liquidity, it gets deployed more and more into uh, you know CSwap and Komodo. And as Komodo and CSwap get more liquidity and get adopted more, they earn more revenue, which which flows to uh, CMDX holders and stakers. Uh, hopefully that answers your question. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I, I really appreciate it. And real quickly, one last follow-up for for CSwap. Will the main pair be with Comdex or CMST or both? Or how's that going to look? So uh, even on this, we, we kind of assessed, you know, uh, taking both routes of having CMST as the main liquidity and CMDX as the main liquidity. Uh, it, it seems to us to make most sense to have CMDX as, as kind of the liquidity asset across all the pools there. Uh, although I, I'm not sure if this has been confirmed you know, officially yet, but we'll, we'll have some, uh, some amount of literature coming out on this you know, over the course of the next few weeks, which kind of outline specifics of various mechanisms, as well as how different uh, tokens will play different roles in all of these. So yeah, there'll be updates on this uh, over the course of the next few weeks. Great, thank you for the answer. I appreciate it. And thank you guys for all the hard work you're putting in. I can't wait to to use the products. Thanks a lot, I appreciate it. Um, I can see V is also requested to speak. V, if you can go ahead and ask a question, please. Sure. Um, hi, everyone. Uh, I'm V. I, you can find me on Comtex uh, Telegram chat, mostly. And uh, congratulations, John, for the Stride protocol and the successful launch. My main question today is for Siddharth. Uh, I normally answer most of the queries uh, I find on the community chats, and some people even uh, DM me. But uh, recently, someone was asking me about the thought process uh, behind Comdex selecting so many chains for hardware protocol airdrop. So uh, maybe uh, I would like to hear your thoughts so I could answer that a bit better next time. Sure. Uh, I think that's a good question as well. Uh, one of the key reasons we, we choose to airdrop to you know, so many communities across Cosmos uh, is if you look at what the product uh, that a stablecoin is, is it's essentially in some sense kind of a public good to the, to the entire ecosystem. 
you know, uh, having stablecoins will power DeFi not just on Cos on Comdex, but also across the Cosmos ecosystem. And having you know multiple Cosmos assets be collateral would definitely be a big part of how liquidity gets built up for CMST. And uh, you know, as I've spoken about before, the the kind of model that CMST relies on with with Harbor Protocol governance plays a massive role in how the long term sustainability of the protocol is managed. So to to, to that regard, you know, uh, when it comes to let's say having Juno as a collateral asset for minting CMST, uh, the parameters that affect Juno being collateral on the protocol is something that you know Juno holders and stakers would be very should be very interested in and should be involved in when it comes to deciding specific parameters for that. So it becomes important to have you know the Harbor token, which is the governance token on the protocol, to be distributed across. Uh, these communities so that, you know, stakeholders in these communities get to have a say in how that asset gets used as collateral in in the protocol as well. And uh, since I mentioned, you know, governance forms a key role of how Harbor Protocol is managed, the focus with the airdrop is not to simply have it dropped into, you know, several wallets at a time. It's it's primarily to target folks who, you know, actively stake the tokens in, in each of these communities, actively participate in governance, and are also kind of, you know, exhibiting uh, sort of uh, key uh, sort of active participation in governance across the chains if, uh, at a high level. So the, the airdrop mechanism as well, you know, as Dheeraj mentioned earlier in the call, we're we're in the process of testing it out before we push it out. But it's primarily going to be a task-based airdrop and uh, into the hands of folks who, who actively kind of participate in governance which is why it becomes important to have more and more folks from you know the, the broader ecosystem participate here as well. Thank you. And uh, just one last question, and this is my personal question. Uh, since uh, Dheeraj mentioned that most of the testing has started for the airdrop, maybe would you, was there any alpha for us about a snapshot being taken or uh, will it be announced in the uh, coming days now? Thank you. It will be announced in, in the coming days. It's uh, still yet to be announced. All right, that's that's it. Thank you. Okay, perfect. Yep. I I also think we've kind of run over time now, and I think John definitely would have to to jump soon as well. So maybe John, before we wrap up, could you uh, you know talk to the community a bit about how they can stay updated with everything that's going on at Stride? If they want to participate in in you know the the community, how they can do that, and where they can find you know information on Stride if they need to find some. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, so there's a number of things you can do. Uh, first of all, the Stride account is right here in front of you. Uh, you can follow us. We put out lots of information on Twitter. Um, also, we have a Discord community with about 20,000 followers, so it's pretty active in there. Uh, we've got um, a number of staff members in our Discord that often answer questions. So Discord is a really, really great place to get your questions about Stride answered. You can visit stride.zone, which is our website. We've got a pretty thorough FAQ that covers pretty much everything you need to know about liquid staking and specifically liquid staking with Stride. And um, we've also got a blog on our website. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, those are the ways that you can learn about Stride and get in touch. Awesome. Awesome. I think with that, we can um, also conclude today's Twitter space. Uh, similarly, for anyone who wants to you know, find out more about Comdex, you can follow us on the Twitter account. You can also drop your questions in the community chat. Uh, we have a bunch of, uh, you know, fantastic mods. We have V himself as well, who, who does a lot of this. So there's always a, a bunch of people who would be ready to help you out and answer your questions. Um, thank you, everyone who joined today. And, and thank you, John, uh, especially for for, uh, for joining us at the Twitter space. I think there was a lot of exciting things we spoke about. And 
super excited to to kind of bring these things to fruition as well as we as we progress. Yeah, this was a great chat. Uh, thanks for coming to listen, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was episode three of the Comdex Weekly Spaces. This one chatting with Stride, recorded on Thursday, October 13th, 2022. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to TerraSpaces.org slash donate and show some support. When we blow through the dust, volcanoes erupt. No one ever guessed that the game would be tough. Keep your hands off when the play is a bust. Plain old and just, so we keep it on the one. Blast off on the two. Help me see the three. Third eye open wide, checking out the scene. Razor beam focused, star screen jokers. Living off the fat of the people they approach. Tell me what happens when the land fights back. With the cliffs at our backs, make the last stand matter. No one ever planned for the famine on deck. We was walking all erect with the dead man swagger. Sitting in a little den, vision in the middle men. Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian. Lost in the maze, trying to make the next bubble billion. Little Dan envisioning the middle men Listen to the fiddle man play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze trying to make the next No one gave a shit till the drugs all dried up Everybody died from a bad batch of Lysol But it didn't matter we was all hyped up When the pedal lit the metal he just didn't have the right skill Watched in the daytime till the night curfew Rats in a cage till they make time to murk you Got a little job that falls under my purview We gotta get this mob away from the birds you gotta find cover wipe off the bird poop right off the work while you try on the worst juice blinded by perps who try to reverse truth slide like fox news just trying to lie to you eating up the slop like a bunch of hungry vagrants i can't wait for the day they lock us up in stasis mock up a basement could call me resilient waiting for the internet to make me a billion In the middle men, listen to the fiddle man Play a little ditty then Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Talk about how all the leaders seem reptilian Lost in the maze, trying to make the next B-b-b-billion Terror Spaces